It's the Geo Show. 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 Sinar is a name synonymous with Canadian animation, a company known for making some of the most beloved animated series of the 80s, 90s, and 2000s. But Sinar is unfortunately not all fun and games as you may think. Behind the animation are scams, cases of fraud, and plagiarism, one of which I'll be describing today. This is the story of Robinson vs. Robertson, Curiosity vs. Sucro, or Claude Robinson vs. Sinar. avait promis de raconter sa vie sur une petite île déserte il avait trouvé l'endroit rêvé le ciel bleu plage doré et tapis de plantes vertes mais sur la vérité son île était surpeuplée c'était dur il y avait des tous les jours des pirates tout autour Robinson t'a des ennuis heureusement il y a mercredi our story begins with Claude Robinson a highly proclaimed graphic artist and designer. He was the youngest in a family of four and grew up in Duvernay, Quebec. Claude dropped out of school in his 11th year and began working at a graphic printing house, all while taking courses at the Montreal School of Graphic Arts. Later, he was hired as a visual arts teacher and for a short period of time lived in Europe. In 1975, Claude opened his own production company under the name Nilem Production, or Les Productions Nilem Inc. in French. This led him to work in the field of advertising. Claude would end up working with large companies such as Air Canada, Budweiser, Labatt, and Chrysler, and created many iconic advertising campaigns that aired for many years on French-Canadian TV. His work in advertising led Claude to work with animation, giving him the dream to create his own animated program. Then, in 1982, after returning from a trip to Labrador and feeling extremely inspired, Claude created the original character and franchise Robinson Curiosity, the full title, The Adventures of Robinson Curiosity. The idea was to make an educational children's franchise loosely based around the Robinson Crusoe novel written by Daniel Defoe in 1719, with an emphasis on exploration and discovery. It was to be a full-fledged franchise spread across books, magazine, toys, and a TV series. To protect his idea, Claude issued a copyright registration for it in 1985 under Nilem. Claude also formed Curious Island Productions Enterprises as a vehicle to sell the show. He spent years developing art and design for the characters and the setting of the franchise. The project as a whole was extremely personal to Claude, as he was quoted saying, The character of Robinson Curiosity is me. My face, my qualities, my faults, my personality traits. All the characters around him represent members of my family or relatives. At this point, Claude, under the name of his production company, Nilem, presented the show to several different animation studios to try to get his work off the ground. Unfortunately, the efforts were fruitless. In a final attempt, Claude hired Pathonic International Inc., a small Montreal record label, and Ronald A. Weinberg and Michelle Carest of Sinar, a Canadian animation powerhouse, to help sell and promote the franchise in the United States. Claude also partnered with SDA Film Production to try to develop the idea into a series as well. Although all these attempts did not lead to much, it did lead to Claude presenting the Robinson Curiosity Project to Christophe Izard, a big wig of animated television shows in France. This presentation was held at the 1987 International Film Festival, now known as the Cannes Film Festival, which will be an important factor later. 
After this, not much amounted from Robinson Curiosity, and on December 12, 1990, Curious Island Enterprises was dissolved. There were further ideas at the beginning of 1995 to adapt Curiosity into an interactive PC game, but that all came to a screeching halt on September 8, 1995, when Claude discovered a new children's program airing on the French-Canadian children's TV station, La Canal Family, now known as Vrac TV, called Robinson Sucro a plagiarized version of Claude's creation. Before I continue, I'd like to specifically address the Robinson Sucro cartoon. The show took place in 1787 and followed the adventures of journalist Robinson Sucro, a writer for the famous newspaper The New York Herald. Sucro was sent to a desert island to write stories about surviving on the land by himself. But Sucro gets more than he bargained for when he finds the island is not as deserted as he thought, containing a city of castaways and several fleets of Spanish and French pirates. Now Sucro and his newfound friend and confidant Wednesday work together to write fictitious stories about the island to keep people away from their secret paradise world, all while avoiding Sucro's jealous colleagues at the paper who constantly try to prove his stories as fake. From the little information on the show that exists, understandably so, it looks like the development for the series started around early 1992. The show itself is a huge co-production including Sinar, France Animation, Ravensburger TV of Germany, and the British Broadcasting Corporation. The original title of this project was Robinson Lied, His Island is Not Deserted, as to reflect the plot of the TV series. One thing I'd like to note here is what was plagiarized. Although the main premise of the show was original, almost all the characters and settings were plagiarized from Claude's original idea. One example of this would be the design of Robinson. Both in Curiosity and Sucro look almost identical. Do you remember the name Christophe Izard from before? He was the individual that Claude gave a presentation on Robinson Curiosity on. According to the opening credits of the show, he was responsible for the original idea and production. Seems fishy. Another interesting name attached to the project would be Teresa Plummer Andrew, a big name for British children's television, credited as an executive producer to big titles like Naughty's Toyland Adventures, Pingu, Postman Pat, and the original Bob the Builder series. She was credited as an associate producer on the show alongside Ronald A. Weinberg, the man who was supposed to help Claude sell his franchise to the United States, and Peter Hill, who was credited on several other Sinar projects. The Robinson Sucro series was mildly successful in its run. The series was known to have aired in Belgium, France, Germany, Italy, Mexico, Norway, Poland, South Korea, Portugal, Spain, and Vietnam in their respective languages. An English version of the show was also produced and dubbed in Montreal, later shown on Teletoon in Canada and Children's BBC in the UK. The English version was never released commercially and is considered lost. Despite legal actions facing the show after its initial French-Canadian premiere, which we'll get onto in a little bit, the show was still released widely. It had its entire series released across six DVDs in France and was airing on TV as late as September 2009 on the MGM network This TV in the United States. When Claude found Sucro, he was furious. The main character of the series, Robinson Sucro, looked identical to not just Robinson Curiosity, but Claude himself. Claude was quoted saying, When I see Sucro, I see the image of myself. Claude was able to deduct that almost all the original ideas and characters that Claude had created for Curiosity were more or less stolen for Sucro. 
Almost all the original parties involved in the attempted development of Curiosity were involved with Sucro, Christoph Izard, and Ronald A. Weinberg. Claude then proceeded to take the case to the Superior Court of Quebec. There was an extreme delay of taking the case to trial due to another scandal involving Sinar and Ronald A. Weinberg. Specifically, a scandal involving Weinberg investing over $167 million in offshore Bohemian bank accounts. In regards to the delay, Claude said, After 13 years, I am still revolted. Now I finally have the chance to say it to a judge. The case finally made it to Quebec Superior Court in 2009. It was Claude Robinson versus Sinar and France Animation. On August 26, 2009, 82 days after the trial started, the courts decided that Robinson Curiosity was infringed upon, considering that all the parties involved had access to the original Curiosity materials and could not establish Robinson Sucro as independent to Curiosity. Sinar tried to argue against this, stating that their main source of inspiration was the original Robinson Crusoe novel and that their work featured a prominently human cast while Curiosity featured animals and humans but failed. The court held them civilly liable for it and they were ordered solidarity and were ordered to pay a combined amount of over $5 million for copyright infringement, disgorgement of profits, compensation for psychological harm and punitive damages. The court also asked for all master tapes of the show held within the defendants to be returned and destroyed within 60 days. The defendants appealed this. One note about the appeal was the charge of compensation for psychological harm. The defendants claimed that Claude Robertson did not suffer any real harm from this and claimed that the charge was unnecessary. Later, on July 20th, 2011, a new decision was handed down from the Superior Court. This approved the appeal and reduced the amount of damages from $5 million to two, but their liability was still upheld. Claude Robinson appealed this decision and the case was escalated to the Supreme Court of Canada starting in February 2013. In the Supreme Court trial, unlike most copyright trials, the court looked at the quality of what was taken rather than what was stolen. Highlighting that although Sucro had original plots and storyline, the setting and characters were taken from curiosity. The purpose of the examination is not to see whether the overall appearance of the two designs is similar, but to judge whether the particular similarities relied on are sufficiently close, numerous, or extensive to be more likely to be the result of copying than of coincidence. It is at this stage that similarities may be disregarded because they are commonplace, unoriginal, or consist of general ideas. If the plaintiff demonstrates sufficient similarity, not in the works as a whole, but in the features which he alleges have been copied, and establishes that the defendant had prior access to the copyright work, the burden passes to the defendant to satisfy the judge that, despite the similarities, they did not result from copying. And even at this stage, therefore, the inquiry is directed to the similarities rather than the differences. This is not to say that, this, that the differences are unimportant. They may indicate an independent source and so rebut any inference of copying. But differences in the overall appearance of the two works due to the presence of features of the, of the defendant's work about which no complaint is made are not material. After a long 10-month wait, finally, on Monday, December 23, 2013, in a unanimous decision written by Chief Justice Beverly McLaughlin, the Supreme Court ruled in favor of Claude it was over and Claude finally won back his creation 18 years later.
After the lawsuit, Claude was awarded tribute as an honorary member of 11 different Canadian art organizations, including but not limited to the Professional Association of Performing Arts of Quebec, New Brunswick Association of Professional Artists, and SARTEC, the Society of Radio, Television, and Cinema Authors. Before I end off, I'd just like to address a few things of note that I find interesting related to this subject. One being the release of the Robinson Sucro series. As mentioned before, all 26 episodes of the show were released on DVD in France in 2003 by Alpha Media, and later reissued with new cover art in January 2008. This was seven months before the Sinar vs. Robinson case was brought to the Superior Court of Quebec. Non-coincidental timing or not, I find it interesting that it was popular enough to reissue the series twice. Another thing I'd like to bring up is the previously mentioned English adaption of the show. The dub which was produced internally by Sinar in Montreal featured several veteran Canadian voice actors including Rick Jones, Susan Glover and A.J. Henderson as Robinson himself. The English version despite airing widely is extremely rare and all that exists is the opening theme for the show and a total of 12 seconds of audio. Who interrupts my dinner? Who are you? Oh, me? Oh, I just dropped in to say hi. And after remembering that the Supreme Court of Quebec requested that master tapes of the show be destroyed, it's most likely that the English version of the show was trashed too, sadly making it non-existent at the moment. If you're interested in viewing the show though, all 26 episodes are available in French through unofficial uploads on YouTube. So, in conclusion, that was the story of Claude Robinson vs. Sinar and the curiosity behind Robinson Curiosity and Robinson Sucro. I'll say as a final thought how weird it is that so little coverage of the suit exists in English. While researching the topic, most of the content I could find was in French only, and I have to say it was pretty disappointing, as I feel the way Claude took on all of these companies for stealing his work was very admirable. My question to the viewer now was what did you think of the suit? And another would be were you ever even aware of the Robinson Sucro cartoon existing? I certainly didn't. Paradise is where he spends each day, but he will never tell me just write stories that will keep the world away. Robinson Sucro! Anyway, that was this episode of The Geo Show. Hope you enjoyed this new episode format. If you'd like to see more, consider following or subscribing to the show on YouTube, Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. And please check out the Facebook page and give a like. You can also follow me on Twitter at Petty G underscore Geo. That's Petty with an I, not a Y. Thanks for listening. Bye for now. The Geo Show. Geo Show. The Geo Show. The Geo Show.